Hello, welcome to the third episode of Weekends, and today, this week's guest is my dad. Hi there, I'm dad. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to be giving you some questions, and then we'll see if you can answer them. Fantastic. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad I got a chance to join your podcast, Jack. Okay, so how many states have you lived in so far? Hmm, good question. I've lived in, I got to count now. He's counting right now. I'm counting. I think I've lived in five states. Can you name them? Sure. So I grew up in New York. I then went to college in Pennsylvania. Uh, when I went into the Navy, I moved to Florida. Then I moved to back to New York, but that doesn't count as a new state. I then moved to Rhode Island, and then I moved to Virginia. So by my count, I've only lived in five states. I've stayed in one state and haven't really had a house in another state. So, yeah, I'm still in Virginia. Just getting started. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have another 50 years until you're 100. Mm-hmm. So I guess that is that. <laughs> So, uh, another question is, some people kind of, well, I'm trying to word it, but some people get to know your personality by your car. So, would you say that your personal, your, you show your personality by your car? That's probably not too far off the mark. I tend to think I'm pretty low-key and conservative, and I don't drive big, flashy cars. My cars tend to be four doors and boring. You think about the first car that I got, I inherited my grandfather's Chevrolet Celebrity. It was, you know, a little bit old. It only had an AM radio in it. It had no air conditioning and uh, certainly was not a a flashy car, but I really liked it because it was for the right price. It was free. And so that kind of conserv- fiscally conservative nature kind of really fits me. Um, and I held on to that car until it, it wouldn't run anymore. And then I bought a four-door Toyota Camry and held on to that car till it pretty much wouldn't run anymore. Um, and now I drive a minivan. So I'm not the sports car Corvette type of guy. I'm more of the family car, four doors. I'm going to get there in style um, yeah. and comfort. Man van. The man van, yeah. <laughs> so, next topic that uh, I want to cover is that you own a beehive, mm-hmm. and we were doing some of that work over the weekend. Yep. So, you're more of the professional than I am, mm-hmm. so can you tell the people listening what we did? Sure. So, this is my fifth summer doing beehives, and... Um, up to this point, all the location of the beehives has been at a friend's house. So I've never had them here all the time. This year I had the opportunity to bring a beehive onto our property, and that has been a bit of a learning experience. Um, one of the neighbors got stung on the first weekend, so we had to shift the hive a little bit. Um, and since then, I think things have kind of settled down a little bit. This weekend, we did a hive inspection where Jack and I got dressed up in our protective outfits 
and uh, we have to get a little smoker ready to go so that we can put some smoke on the bees. And that calms the bees a little bit and gets them distracted so that they're not paying attention to us. They're more or less worried about wherever this smoke is coming from. And then we took a look in first uh, to one of the boxes where we are hoping the bees are starting to expand and put more honey in there. The last couple of weeks, the bees have been loading it up with honey at a rate that I was really excited about. So I thought they needed more space to, to put honey in, so I gave them that space. They aren't using any of the new space, and actually when we looked at the old space that they were filling up really quickly, it was actually low, uh, lower in honey and hadn't been filling up, and then perhaps it come back a little bit in terms of the volume. So I think the bees are eating the honey. I think it's because it's been very dry here in Virginia in the last couple of weeks. They're not bringing in as much. And so um, I'm worried that it's going to be a long, dry summer and we're not going to get the honey that we had thought. We then checked the lower box where all the baby bees are born. And we pulled up those and we saw that we've got a lot of really good uh, brood coming in, which is a bee term for bees in their cells. So they're going to be coming out of their uh, cells in the next couple of weeks. So we should see really good populations of bees. On the one hand, that's really good because you got lots of workers. And the other hand, if there isn't nectar out there, they're just going to eat our honey and our honey numbers are going to go down. Um, everything went really well with the inspection. We were really thrilled with it. The only downside is that as we were walking away, two bees got up my pants and I felt them buzzing in my pant leg before they stung me. I tried to get my pants off but that didn't work, and I got two bites in the leg. Yeah, you were alternating an ice pack when I walked into your room when you were sleeping. Yeah, they don't hurt too much, but they're like a really bad uh, mosquito bite, and they itch an awful lot. And I get a little bit of swelling, which makes my skin stretch some. And um, so ice packs help me kind of relax that. But within about two days, all the swelling goes down, everything's kind of fine, and I haven't had any problems today. Okay, to the next topic, we have been having some riots about police uh, killing or misunderstanding what people are doing to black people, and uh, there in Richmond, it used to be the capital of the Confederacy in the Civil War, so there's still some statues of Confederate generals and Confederate presidents. So we went to go see what was happening to them this weekend. It was really hot. I got a headache halfway through. Um, we drove past two of them. There used to be some graffiti on one of the main ones, but it got covered up, some of it. And then we went to go see the main one, which was Robert E. Lee. He was the general for the Confederates. And there was still a lot of people there. It was filled with graffiti. And they planned on taking it down. But luckily, there wasn't any riots going on when we were there. Yeah, and so what I think you're referring to is, is that it's the worldwide reaction to the police killing of that black gentleman named George Floyd. And I think uh, riots is probably one way to describe what's been happening. I think we've seen the full spectrum from peaceful protests in many, many towns to people who have gotten, uh, you know, 
you know, into riot type mode where they've been a little bit uncontrollable to the full degree where they're breaking into stores and, and looting. Um, and there's been some confrontations with police. And Richmond has seen the full gamut of that. Uh, when we went down on Sunday, it was very peaceful and um, there were a lot more people out than what I had expected. But we thought it would be really important to go see those monuments in Richmond. And those monuments are of Confederate soldiers and Confederate generals. And Richmond has a surprising large number of those monuments. And over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of discussion about whether those monuments should be removed. And up to this point, they've all decided to say it's not worth the money to invest in removing those statues. But given the passions that have uh, emerged over the last week, that it's uh, very clear that the leadership now, the leadership of our city and of our state, believe that the best move is to take those statues down. We wanted to expose you and Carolyn to those statues in their current state so that you would understand the frustrations and the movement that is, is happening uh, so that you can appreciate that and, and perhaps try to internalize uh, what this means for our lives and what's going to happen kind of going forward. So we went down and we drove past the Stonewall Jackson Monument. Yeah. Um, we, the Jefferson Davis. The Jefferson Davis, that's right. And that one we drove past and there was a lot of paint on that one. Um, and uh, then Jefferson Davis being the was the uh, president of the Confederacy. And then the Lee Monument, which is a gigantic statue on a huge pedestal. That's very, very, very high. And there was a lot of people out and around just kind of sitting, and there were some signs outside. There were people who were handing out bottles of water and food. Um, there was some music playing. And so it was just people doing a lot of uh, observations. What do you think about the slogans that were painted on? What kind of graffiti was on there? Was it appropriate? Um, not a lot, but... There were some cuss words mm -hmm. and saying bad things about the police force. There still was a lot about Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. And uh, mom went to go check out the tiny signs that were on the grass showing a description of the people that have died uh, from police misunderstanding what they were doing. Yeah, just outright police brutality. And that was just people in Richmond who had been hurt or killed by the police. And I was surprised at the large number of them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not so sure it's, I guess you could say, you know, it's a misunderstanding. A lot of places it's, you know, we're putting police in a position where perhaps emotions are running high. Maybe they haven't received the right training. Maybe they've got the right perspective. But our police should be here to protect us. Um, they shouldn't be here to hurt us. And I think the problem that we have right now is that a large portion of our community doesn't trust the police, and and for good reasons. They get the people in the black community get pulled over, they get harassed, they're presumed guilty um, before they're uh, you know before the, and they have to prove their innocence. And um, you know if if things get out of hand, the police are using a lot of force and it's hurting them. And in many cases, we're seeing that it's killing them. And we've got to find a change and a different way forward for our society because um, this is not is not healthy for black people in our community. It's not healthy for white people in our community. Okay. So would you think that would be a wrap up for the third episode? That might be a good wrap up. Thanks for having me, Jack. You too.
If you like this episode of Weekends, you can go to the Anchor website or app and follow to get more episodes like this. Thank you.